Hello everyone, this is Noble here, back again for another episode of Noble Relating, the podcast of New Paradigm. We're doing something different this week. For a while, I was trying to do episodes solo, right? I did one, and I didn't really you know, do any more after that. And I realized that it's kind of hard for me to get motivated just to start talking. Like, I'm not that comfortable just, like, you know, talking in a room by myself yet about anything. Like, I usually get thinking in my head about the stuff like that. So, um, just, just talking and expressing that way, it, it didn't feel natural to me yet. So, um, I was mentioning that to um, a partner of mine, and we came up with this idea to kind of switch it up to where you know she would ask me some questions about certain things we have certain conversations and then kind of doing like a little deep dive on on me and like my life and like what I'm what I think about things and that's some of the things I've been hearing in the comments um from people and you know from um, people talking to me that they kind of want to hear and like a little bit deeper into like what I think so uh this is what we're gonna be doing um now so I have Patcha here say hi to the people Patcha Hey, people, people, what's going on? <laughs> and, um, yeah, Patrick you know, really kind of presented this idea to me, and um, I think it's time we give it a try and see what happens. How you yes. feeling? I feel amazing. I'm so happy to be here with you. Okay. And finally give the people this little offering and see, you know, see if it's something that um, I think it's something that people can learn from because you do have this mind of a guru thing going on and so it's time to pick your brain i do oh wow okay <laughs> feel like this pressure now okay you get ready all right <laughs> so what are we talking about first um i know one thing i talked about that i mentioned to you when we were like at dinner uh-huh. was um something i kind of realized in terms of when women, like when they were talking to like, you know, Mr. Samuels or they do those type of like, you know, hot topic, you know, what girls want and that type of narrative. Mm-hmm. Like when the women are asked, um, what do they want? And one thing that Kevin would always get on them about was they would say they wanted a partner. They want a partner. Right. And he was like, you need to be a wife. You know what I'm saying? They were like, no, I want, I want a partner, you know? And I think that, you know, all things considered, that's what you know, most people will want, you know, what a partner or somebody to really go with them through life. But I think in the way that, like, the women would get on there and express it, like, it wouldn't really, it's not attractive to men for a very specific reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, when men hear that shit, they get kind of, like, turned turned off a little bit. Like, you want a partner? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Men want to... I need you... I want my man. Where my man <laughs> right? at? You know what I mean? I need you to be my man. So, what is this partner uh, business? Yeah, or, like, um... <laughs> and, and it's, like... And what I was thinking... And the, and the way for me to really, like, kind of, like, um, express the difference is because, in my mind, I saw the difference between, like, in comic book scenarios, you know? That, that's just how I love comics. Like everybody knows, so I gotta yes. equate it to that, right? Noble is a comic case. <laughs> yes. Um, I've I looked at it as more of like the difference of a team up versus like a partnership, right? Okay. So I think the women, the way they describe, like when they are asked what a partner is, they describe it like them being like independent, be able to do what they got going on, and like it's flourishing that. They have somebody like kind of hold stuff down when they're weak, and they can somebody else can like 
you know, kind of trade places, go back and forth and like all going to like a, a common goal or like going to like individual goals. I'm going where I want to go and I'm helping him get where he want to go, you know? So you're saying that's one option where, you know, people are getting together and each individual person is working on their own goal, but you're saying right. that they're wanting to, that some people are wanting to do it together. Well, yeah, I'm saying that they want to have individual career paths mm-hmm. and like kind of like work those together, even though they have different purposes. Right. You know what I'm right. Like I'm a lawyer here, and so I want somebody who's like a, I don't know, like a police officer or, or a doctor here. Like you guys are like, how are we gonna see each other? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, so it's like you're, you're really... both in the working path, you know? Yep. So you're 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 kind of on your individual paths, but. You're together. You're in a relationship together. Right. You're possibly living together. Right. And so, yeah, what's the difference between well, that and... It's like, like, when I thought about it, I thought of it like when Superman and Batman get together, that's like a team up, right? Okay. Why is that a team up? Because Superman had, he completes, the way he does things is way different than how Batman does things. Like, okay. Superman's, like, in your face. He's, like, you know, um, he wants to inspire hope in the people so everybody can see him and know who he is. His city's bright and shiny. not a lot of crime there. He's big picture, you know. Batman's, like, lurking in the shadows, you know, using everything he does is about instilling fear into criminals. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's about putting fear in criminals. Superman's about hope to the people. Right. But they both want to, like, save people, but they're doing it in different ways. Doing it in different ways, right. Right. So, only when they get together, they're teaming up to fight something bigger than themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Right? That's their whole thing. Right. It's like, all right, we're coming together for this common purpose. Right. To do this one thing. And when women say they want a partner, in the way they describe it, it's like, we both have our individual purposes. We're just coming together to do this one thing, and that one thing is love. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So that one thing is that we're doing together is to love each other because we're both on different trajectories. Um, and that doesn't really work. Right. <laughs> because, like, when Superman and Batman team up to, like, do the thing, okay, they'll get the love feeling. Like you, you accomplish the thing, but eventually they gotta they gotta keep going back to their individual yeah their yeah. individual shit, you know yeah because their purpose is overriding everything else. So like they they can team up to conquer something, but they're going to fall out mm-hmm. or have to dissipate. You know what I'm saying? Right. So um, that's the team up. Yes, and gotcha. to me, a partnership is like Batman and Robin. They're partners. So team up and partnership are two different things. Yes. Okay, so what you just described at first, that's a team up. That is not yes. Noble's definition of partnership. No, it is not. Okay, we have established this. Correct. But I think that's what a lot of modern women would describe what they think a partnership should be. Ooh, okay. So you're saying that from what you've experienced in witnessing women, when they say partnership, right. what they're really defining is Noble's definition of team up. Correct. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. And then, so what I think they really want that mm-hmm. they're not really getting is that a partnership is more like Batman and Robin. Right. Robin's whole focus 
was just making sure Batman got his mission done. Right. He Robin's not doing shit else really. Right. Besides helping Batman with his mission. Right. And he, he's grateful to Batman because Batman, like you know, got him out the streets. Right. You no, know, taking care of him, training him, helping him overcome his interpersonal problems so he could track down the murder for his parents and you know, live like a less, like, so he wouldn't become like Batman. You know, he can do things differently, right? Right. So Robin's grateful, but his whole mission is just to help Batman. Right, right. They're right. partners. Yes. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when men say they want a partner, that's what they want. A they, woman who they want they, they want they ride or die. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. But most women are like, uh-uh, I'm not trying to yeah. pitch to that wagon. You know what I'm saying? Like, I right. want to have my own, too. Right. Because it seems like a scary position. Because it's hard. You feel like, well, how do you find that man worth doing that? Though? Yeah. And then you're confused about masculinity because you think that man's going to be like, you know. Some macho bully. Yeah, or somebody that, like, other people ain't going to want to get with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, right, yeah, that, that too. That yeah, yeah. too, absolutely. Like, he won't be desired by others. Yeah. So yeah. I just feel, thought that was just interesting to me. Because, like, does that make any sense the way I described it, though? Yeah. Like, how do you feel about it? Like, it? It makes sense. It makes sense. And, you know, the time that we're living in, you do have a lot more women who are wanting to stand in what their purpose is and not necessarily behind a man's mm-hmm. purpose. Right. And, but I do know lots of women who are looking for that man whose purpose is, you know, profound and, and that's magnetic. That pulls a woman like, yes, I want to get behind what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I know I know women who want both. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, you know, just through ages of time, you do have more women who are kind of because what you're describing is really a woman who's submissive to a man's vision and purpose right and i think a lot of women today right the big picture and i think a lot of women um have a sour taste in their mouth about being submissive to a man because we're a little outdated we need to kind of catch up and it's like women were submissive to a man because he was the one with the amazing ideas that would cover the whole family Mm mm-hmm and so, yes, being submissive to a man is what's happening, but it's really being submissive to a man's bigger picture and the goal, because it's going to take care of you too. Mm-hmm. And so it's like it, it can get scary because are men still doing that on a big level, or you see a lot of women with visions that they mm-hmm. want to come to life and like, hey, come behind me, do this, do that. Right, and and see the thing with that is like, like I had on my podcast last week, like the one that just happened came out before this one, like my guest on there, um, Raheem, was pretty much admitting like you know his wife makes more money than him, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and like that she is more money conscious, more like corporate, like more like. Um, on that side of things in terms of like the like the money person you know mm-hmm. and for a while he was a stay at home dad mm-hmm. you know, for a little bit and then but like now he works too and he's making like you know six figures she's just making like a higher six figures right. but like she got him up to that six figure mark you know what I'm saying to where he can do it on his own and shit nice so like energetically like some people would say that like she is more like the masculine role mm-hmm. of that and he is in more like the feminine role Mm-hmm. And it works yeah. for them. And like they're like considering themselves like the prototype in terms of how they're doing things in their poly and whatnot. Mm. Um, 
but I, I was just surprised because I was like, I don't think a lot of women would really be okay with like stepping into that role. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. of being like, okay, well, I'll be like the person who makes the money. Because, like, even uh, he said that his wife even admitted that she thought she was going to marry like a Russell Wilson oh. type of dude. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Or she thought she was going to marry somebody like that. Um, but, yeah, they, they end up getting married and, like, it work, it's working, you know? So to yeah. me, I just thought that was interesting. So that's still a partnership, right? Yes. That's still a partnership. That's a Batman and Robin still. Yeah, so it's still a partnership. Now, we differentiated the the difference between a team up and a partnership because you had something to say about why men are not attracted to one of them, right? They're not you're saying men aren't as oh, attracted to which one? Um, men are not attracted to the team up. Why? What's going on? Dee, 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 dee. <laughs> no. We need to take a deep dive into Noble's mind. Noble. Why right. are men not about the team up situation? Men aren't about the team up situation because like if it's like that's still not on brand with their purpose though. Mm. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they're still then they got to team up with just like the rules of how the team up is gonna be are like detrimental. Especially when it's like I gotta be teamed up with just you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And then it's like where I'm busy and you're busy, who's nurturing and pouring into me? You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. Because like we're just gonna be and then you expect like I am still gonna need that. Like we're it's a different energy. It's not like it's hard to keep a romantic you know, sexually charged, fulfilling relationship. It'll become a great partnership where we're making money and doing this, but then like all of the, all of our intimacy stuff's gonna fall flat. Yeah, because yeah. because we're both pretty much in our masculine, but right. we're like really we're bros. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. After a while, it's gonna settle into that. And then like if I go out and want to like see some other, you know, feminine energy, or you want to seek out like a different whatever male energy. Like, it just ruins things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I just feel like it's different when it's the idea of a partnership because then I think men feel like, well, then no matter what I do, she's still going to be here because she's really down for me. Mm-hmm. Even if they, even with, if it does mean that once or twice, I may step out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she's, my, she's my Robin. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm and that makes a lot of sense. You know, in my years of relationship training, marriage training, it's always been about, you know, in a partnership, um, you really only have one boss and that's mm-hmm. the boss. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you have another boss, AKA you got to, you know, you're talking about two people who are teaming up. Okay. The woman has a boss at work. Her boss could be more important to you as her man. Mm-hmm. But when she's all about you, she's backing you up. She, mm-hmm. you're the you're the boss. You're the head. You're the direction. Right. Nobody's superseding that. And I mean, that's attractive in a relationship. Of course, men want that. That's mm-hmm. that's honestly what we're coming out of. Um, but it's still highly desired because mm-hmm. it's about the couple going in one direction. Right. 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 Together. Right. That's I think that's really what men are advocating for. Yeah. But then there are a lot of men who are struggling with, I think, in terms of cultivating the masculine energy, willing to hold that type of space. Like, yeah. Good, good yeah. Tri- like, seriously. So, like, there's an expectation that won't be met because you got to be really, 
it's like almost like trying to like avoid the emotional storms of women you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying but mm-hmm. you can't avoid that stuff you gotta let that you gotta be ready for those waves you know what yeah. I'm saying yeah and learn how to smooth them out you can't just like be like nah I'm just gonna build this wall up and do this like I don't want no storms I don't want no problems just be yeah like it doesn't work like that right <laughs> you know? because if she's following you you know what I mean she's and she's behind she you. She has to test you. Yeah, she has to test you. Yeah. She's going to have things that come up. Women are much more circular and watery than men. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, can you can you hold her? So that she can put you first. So that she can put the mission first. Yeah. And that's super important. I mean, that's, as a woman, that's like, difficult. That's hard. a man who can hold me yeah. in my waves and wildness, um, mm-hmm. when those bumps come up, it's like, okay, we worked on them and we're moving on together. Right, right, right. But that's a skill that has to be cultivated. That's the art. That's a, those. Those are rit- things you have to go through some type of ritual. Yeah. Like even if you can create one in your mind or like whatever you gotta do to get there, something needs to click for you. But like that, that's a particular entity that you have to like be willing to like work work on and cultivate. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know a lot of men who are masterful in that aspect. Um that have what you're talking about you know what i mean yeah but they are out there yeah they I, are I ref- totally out there like i've talked to some women uh through my coaching and even like some of my partners like they have some amazing partners like some really good dudes out there mm-hmm. i think you know what i'm saying and i'll be laced and i have hope but like you know because as you rise up your consciousness ladies to get there you know you're yeah. going to find these men there too like mm-hmm. it's inevitable <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely Absolutely. Yeah. And it's important to know what you want as a woman. Yeah, um, man. Women are powerful. Feminine energy is powerful. Absolutely. It's scary. Power. It's the beginning of everything. All things are female. Yeah. Yeah. First. It's true. It's true. Yep, yep, yep. I had this whole story about cos- the cosmogenesis. I, I don't want to get into that right now, but it was a beautiful story about how the black holes were first. And how, like, you know, the... The first it was like darkness the opposite of light and then like you know the darkness and whatnot and the black holes created these quantum waves which were like dark and whatnot and like from that that's how they created the first suns and the first suns created the material and whatnot yes. so it's like the first okay, I'm, getting, I'm getting too far into it nerd <laughs> moment okay. nerd out cosmology nerd my out my fault moment. my fault what was the first what was the next question what was the next question we were talking about okay I have a question for you so let's talk about love and monogamy. Would mm. you personally oh, yeah. be willing to be monogamous at um, this juncture in your life? No. Ah! <laughs> no, no. Why not? No. I could give you six months, maybe. So a, a, a period of monogamy is okay. Yeah, maybe. 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 Depending on the circumstance. Yeah, we got like a baby coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you know what? I need like six months to get this baby out of me and then or something like uh, okay I'll, I'll give you some as much as I can give you you know whatever yeah yeah but I still gotta talk to other people though yeah so you feel like you need that so you're definitely intellectually polyamorous 100% 100% <laughs> 100%. right 100% I can't just talk to just one, one I can't do it <laughs> I can't do it yeah it don't, I don't, it don't make no sense to me I love women too much just to talk to one of them so why couldn't you be monogamous I mean so you're saying you definitely need to talk to someone what is it that 
kind of shuts you down from monogamy? What is it for you? Nothing shuts me down from it, really, because I think monogamy is actually a beautiful relationship structure. Mm-hmm. I um, grew up, like, my mom, like, I really realized a while ago, my mom married my stepfather when I was, like, four or five. Wow. Like, I, I, and I barely remember have any memories before he was just there. You know what I'm saying? So I pretty much grew up in like a, a nuclear family, you know, of monogamous yeah. marriage, you know. Um, uh, several of my black friends um, had both parents also. You no know, monogamous, like living. I grew up around the Cosby show. I've never had any real bad thoughts about monogamy at all. You know, I assumed I would be monogamous. You know, first time I... <laughs> when I was with my... Um, my first girlfriend in high school was not like I thought that was going to be it you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> at the time um but I don't know it just it just really does not fulfill me the idea even the idea of it the concept of it like I just know for a fact like I would be happier being free like this mm-hmm. you know it's just something that I think I get from it's something I get from my dad, I really felt like. Mm-hmm. Just that he didn't have the tools or information, you know, yeah. coming up in the 80s to really, like, do it the way that he, the way I'm doing it. Right. You know, he he came from an era like, well, if he could, if he would have told him the truth, then he couldn't have got the girls he wanted. Because right. he was choosing, you know, which is like a no-no. Right, right. No. And ladies, I will just tell you, if your man has a Gemini rising, he is polyamorous, okay? <laughs> Gemini rising men are polyamorous. Just write that in your notebook and fold it up and keep it in your purse. Because... <laughs> what is it about Gemini rising that makes you makes a man polyamorous? Well, Gemini is about variety. It's the, you know, it's the third sign. It's the third polarity. And three is like infinite creation. You know, okay. three is also governing this um, visionary type energy. So it's like, it's just variety. Three is the number of variety and creativity. And so mm. with that being a Gemini rising, it's like you are destined to crave new experiences because you're such a student. Gemini is also the student. So you're like a student of women, a student of goddesshood, a student of your masculinity, a student of relationships. The only way you can be a student is to keep learning and have variety in learning. And so, yeah, Gemini Rising is a definite student of relationships and life itself. And so that polyamory is such a grounds for learning and understanding yourself in relationship, mm-hmm. understanding mm-hmm. the opposite sex or mm-hmm. the, the sex that you're dating. And yeah. Yeah. So love and monogamy is done for you. You've completed that part of your lifetime. <laughs> Leave a hat. He has student and mastered and he's out. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good on that. Thank you. That's for the birds. Not other birds, not me. I can't do it. I can't do it. Okay. Well, let's get into something else. I got something mm. a little bit more yummy for you. Okay. So, Noble, I want... I want to talk about men, particularly you, mm-hmm. knowing your penis value. Like, <laughs> why are you willing to serve the community healing lingo? <laughs> like, what's going on with this? You know, no, I was watching a podcast, a homegirl of mine sent me today, right? 
Mm-hmm. And then the podcast, um, it was a friend of hers, and he, and he was talking to like a obviously poly woman, very dynamic. She reminded me of um, King a little bit, and um, they were just talking about like sex and their sexual expressions and loving stuff and like the poly situation. And the dude was saying that like he don't really have sex for every girl, but saying like he doesn't have like or he doesn't give oral sex to girls, but he demands. Know, they do the horse on him. Okay. And she was talking about like how like unequitable that is, and mm. saying how, how fucked up that is, right? Oh. And he was saying like, nah, like I don't really know them. They don't deserve my best and all mm. that stuff. It was just really like some real. It sounded kind of like kind of fuckboy shit to me, honestly. FB. Yeah, it did. It did. That's what it sounded like. But um, he seemed like a good brother, you know what I'm saying? But I just feel like a lot of guys are kind of stuck in that type of like mentality, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, cause me, if I have sex with anybody, I'm gonna have sex with them like I love them. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like everybody I have sex with, if I want to do it, like, like it's an experience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I don't. It doesn't really matter like what the level of attraction was or whatnot, or like what the circumstance. I feel like, you know, <laughs> when people will say, you know, things like, "Oh, I know my value. Like I'm not gonna be giving it to everybody." Or whatnot. Oh, and the dude, even the dude said that on the, that I was talking about on the thing. He was like, yeah, I know my value. I don't just give dick out to everybody. Because, like, the ones he does give it to be going crazy for him. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they he picks very well, basically. He has, a, like, a good madness scope on him mm-hmm. where he can pull him in. But he can, like, because he's really set on what he's demanding, he's getting exactly what women now do, exactly what he demands. So, mm-hmm. like, so why change? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, um... For me, I was just thinking, like, how, like, kind of, like, just, to me, I just think if you know your value, and value in terms of, like, how powerfully healing, you know, dick is, you know what I'm saying? It's, like, one of the more most powerful, like, healing instruments on the planet. Tell me about what? it. <laughs> Tell me about it. I have right? a 10-page essay over here. <laughs> right. And I feel like, you know... If you are getting chosen by women, like, like honestly, where they reach, you know, a desire for, they have desire for you, and then they just, like, naturally can get aroused mm-hmm. by you and ready for you and authentically chooses you in a way, you know what I'm saying? To, like, let you, the want, like, you're, they're calling you their, they're literally calling me their medicine, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, how can I not write a prescription? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Right. Like, how can I not leave, leave the prescription on the field? Right. Like, I gotta, it's like, how can you not serve? Right. You know if it's like mean? an authentically open, in, in some way, you know what I'm saying? Even if it's a girl where I'll be like, you know what? Like, I can't have sex with you for whatever reason. Like, my energy won't let me do that, but I will let you suck my dick. Like, I will let you do that. Hmm. I've had that happen before. <laughs> yeah, that's so sweet. This is like, this is, this is the best I can give you, but I will, I'm, this, this is, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. Because, like, it was just very clear they wanted it. Right, right. You know what I see what you're saying. So I was like, I'll, let you, I was like I'll, I'll give you that. But that's, that's the best I got. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just feel like you have to know your value in terms of knowing that, like, how you can best serve women authentically back. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, I'm addicted. And while I was told once, I'm addicted after I help us make it feel better. That's beautiful. One takeaway I have from what you're sharing is that it's like for the brother 
I guess from the story that you were saying is like, okay, he's very selective. Like he may do this or he may do that. What I kind of hear you're saying is be all in. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if, if you're going to serve, serve. If you're going to love, love. Um, and it sounds much more of a tantric way. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and tantric is putting your whole being into something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Instead of like how you're saying, oh, he just, he he won't do oral, but he'll do this. Yeah. It's like already your your whole being is not in this moment. Right. And so that is valuable mm-hmm. for someone to be in your life um, intimately that will give you their all and show up. Right. All the way. I firmly believe so. Mm-hmm. That, that kind of makes me think about, um, like, what's the word I want to use? Where maybe in our younger years, definitely in my younger years, I, I would have sex and I wouldn't be present with that person. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you're just not all the way there. So I feel like this conversation is talking, turning more into, like, what is tantric sex? You know? Okay. What do you All think right. about that? I think you about to do this thing you did last night when you was like, <laughs> "All sex is toxic." <laughs> sex is appreciation. Appreciation treat sex is toxic. Primal sex is toxic. <laughs> Fantasy sex is tantric. It's yes, fantasy, it's damn it. Tantra sex is all tantric. <laughs> so therefore, like, you, if you want to have good sex, it has to be tantric. Right? I mean, honestly, that's what I think you're at some juncture in your life of being a intimate. Like, I feel like when you say that, you're just saying that you just you're just equating tantric with good. No, I'm not. I'm not equating tantric. That's with what it good. sounds like. You're saying no, like if you I'm want good equating... sex, it has to be tantric. You want. I think that's a default for me because I'm just tantric. Okay. If I'm not choosing to do, I'm not choosing you. Like, straight up. If it's not there, it's not there. Right. If it is there, it's big. It's all enclosing energy. It's like, mm, yum, yum, yum. It's, it's, It's fully total. So it's like, at some point in your sexual life journey, especially if you have been trained or initiated into tantra, Everything is tantric. There's nothing outside of it. Even the rough primal stuff is tantric too. And it's like, yeah. So for me, that's why my mind always goes there when we start talking about sex. Because I'm like, everything is tantric for me. There's nothing outside of it. I'm gonna tell you right now, baby. There's some stuff outside of that. I'm telling see, you. See, and that's <laughs> there's why some I'm stuff over outside here. of that. That's why I'm over I'm here. I'm just saying, okay? there's some stuff outside of that. Because, yeah. like, even though, like, that's one of the reasons that I love you, I like being in that. But uh, I, I reason goes to these other girls because they ain't in that. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of shit out here that's not that. I'm right. telling you right now, and it works. Right, 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 right. And hey, it's part has, of the variety. Yes, everybody has their paradigm. Okay, everybody has their paradigm. Three, so. yeah, damn it, three is the number of variety. Variety, right, right. And see, that that makes sense because I'm not mm, variety's cool, but, <laughs> yeah, but no, no, I'm a girl who's been going to the same restaurant for ten years. They know yeah. who I am. They make my meal Sis. when I walk in the door. Yeah, sex is like that. the restaurant. <laughs> stuff on the menu no there's not no that's what I'm <laughs> same thing i want that no same thing 
That's that's all you really see. But in eventually, senses. eventually, you know, that everybody's going to just picking the same thing. Right, but eventually, after picking the same thing, then you so just hibernate and then you pick it again. <laughs> <laughs> you just shut down for like six months to a year, and then you start doing the same thing. Oh. <laughs> you starve yourself till you want more. That's all you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's fasting. It's called fasting. Yeah, so no, <laughs> I'm a fuck. I'm a fucking bear. Goddamn it! Like, I well, the salmon ain't coming up. Well, I'm going to these nuts and berries. Goddamn it! They're mm. different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you gotta feed yourself. Oh, I need to hunt something. Well, I'm gonna go hunt it down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I gotta do what I gotta do. Gotcha, gotcha. So that's <laughs> how and why you serve the community healing. Penis. Yeah, I just and yeah, because I really uh, when I was looking at that, I was like, man, I need to like, I, I went to follow to find that girl he was talking to, um, following her on Instagram. I was like, man, I need to be friends with her. Mm-hmm. Like, cause she was saying all the shit that I was like saying, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All, all the stuff I was thinking, but like she was like got a little emotionally tied to it because she was like dis- mm-hmm. disappointed, you know? Because oh. I think she was attracted to him, mm-hmm. and she was like, we could be fucking right now, but you don't eat pussy, like. Oh. <laughs> Well, that was the energy I was kind of getting. It's like, right. we, we could have done some shit, but you, what? <laughs> yeah, I felt kind of bad for her. Aww. Because she was really trying to, like, get him to change, and he was like, he had no reason. Yeah. He had no motivation to right. change, because he got, because it's like, if, yeah, well, it's if this girl don't, him. yeah, if this girl don't do it, then this other one will, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. That's just yeah. where he was at, and it's like, I respect yeah. it. Performance penis. Yeah, it don't work for me. I've had several times where, like, my dad was like, nah, we're not doing that. Mm. You know? I won't do it. I have to, like, the desire to, but there's no arousal. So I was like, it ain't happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Natural selection, baby. Mm. Natural selection. Yeah, all that could do that in my 20s, though. Mm. Yeah, I think in the 20s, men are just like, Testing everything. <laughs> Testing all the theories. Everything that was available. <laughs> Stepping around everything. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Twenties. Oh my goodness. <sighs> this has been fun, baby. Yeah, it has been. It has been. We got to pick your brain a little bit. Yeah. And get to understand you with community. Mm-hmm. Um, understand your choice in monogamy or right. Um. I wonder how I don't. I feel I don't know how people want to feel about my team up versus a partnership um, thing. That's what I really want to hear about if people even get that. Yeah, like, I well, hope that I makes mean, sense. It does make sense. It sounds like kingdom, queendom, or empire. And some people are not looking for empire; they're more so looking for kingdom. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm more of a. I'm more of a kingdom led woman a little bit I love I just like to see men on their shit okay and I like being a cheerleader god damn it <laughs> I like being a cheerleader I like um helping men understand that they can do anything that they want and I like to see it being done mm. so I like I'm kingdom I'm a little bit kingdom led but you know empire is always there and so you can make those combinations however you want but really what you were sharing is that men want that kingdom life they want to have the vision the purpose the covenant and the kingdom and have their women be a part of that and support them 
Right. For the big goal. Right. But that's the not, most attractive thing to men today, you say. Right. But some of them lack the understanding of what it takes to actually do that. Yeah. From a metaphysical standpoint. Yeah. What you it takes. What it takes to. Women. Men lack the understanding of what it takes to hold that. Right. I think. And where where did, where can they learn this best? <clears throat> um, the Way of the Superior Man. It's a really good book. Oh, what's the author of that book? Uh, David Dieta. Okay, Way of the Superior Man by David Dieta. Yeah, that's a really really good book, and um, it really helps if you like you know. I really wish Progressive Love Academy still had the uh, Warrior Library because there's a lot of good stuff in there. Some of Rakim's books would be like, um, you know, art of open and relating and stuff like that. But I'm not even really sure where else to really guide men. Like, I got, it's like a hodgepodge of a lot of different things, like Wayne Dyer that I read, um, Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, uh, Think and Grow Rich. I was about to say, Think and Grow Rich. I think Think and Grow Rich is such a powerful book for families. And, um, you know, I'm more of the family therapist, counselor. And it's like, when you are, I love that definition, definitiveness of purpose mm-hmm. and thinking grow rich. Right. That is the, the hallmark of masculinity and manhood. And that's, I think that book is super supportive yeah. with men understanding. You have to have a definitiveness of purpose with your life existence. So I remember the first time I read that. I was living in my car in Pittsburgh. Wow. Picked that book up. Changed, completely changed my outlook on life. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, damn, how do I get there? I had no idea how to get there, but uh, that's what got me right here, right now. Things right. are looking good for me right now, baby. Like, it's about to pop off. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's very nice being in the passenger seat. Yeah, it's about to, it's about to pop off. <laughs> yeah. Get to know me now, people. (laughs) Get to know me now. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So, this has been fun. Thank you for bringing me to your show. Of course. Of course. We're going to try to do this at least twice a month. So keep this going. Uh, we still have don't have a really working title yet. I think I'm gonna call this Noble's Deep Dive. Okay. And uh, we're gonna see what happens. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna see what we're gonna name it. See what people like. Yeah. Are you open to questions from your audience? I am. Yeah. People can DM me on Facebook, um, Instagram. Um, I keep my DMs open and whatnot. So yeah, if anybody has any questions, no. I would definitely love to. You know, uh, see what's up discuss some things yeah discuss it on the show so people can bring their questions to you and yeah you can answer them alright and give your honest guru feedback <laughs> alright <laughs> until next week people thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Noble Relating podcast of New Paradigm peace